0: Back to the past. This is Dating Ourselves, the podcast that talks everything 80s, 90s, and early 2000s. I'm your host, Adam, and I'm joined by my co host Brian and Paul. Hello. Hey, guys. Welcome to episode Sweet 16 Candles. We got an episode chock full of 80s goodness for you.
1: That's right. If you missed last week's episode, you should really check it out. Uh, the gang and I talked about where in the world is common San Diego. So you find
0: Diego.
1: that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Look for that and uh, all of our past episodes on www.datingourselvespodcast.com or you can check us out on iTunes, Google Music, and basically wherever you can find
2: podcasts. We really appreciate our listeners' support and we'd like to share some kind words left by one of those listeners on iTunes about our show. If you'd like to leave us a five-star written review on iTunes, we would definitely love to read it on air as a way of saying thank you.
1: Yeah, so this week, uh, we got some kind words from user Aaron Elizabeth 88 uh, So her five-star review says, I love this podcast. It instantly transports me back to when I was a kid. Whenever I finish an episode, it makes me want to revisit whatever they
0: talked about. Keep it up. Well, thank you very much, ErinElizabeth88. Five-star reviews are always encouraged, and please tell your friends about Dating Ourselves Podcast.
2: Let's get this started. This week I'm going to be leading a discussion on Thundercats. Oh. Ho! Ho! Which was submitted by Kyle S. of Grand Rapids, Michigan. Thank thank you, Kyle. All
0: right. Thank you, Kyle.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that sounded super snobby. <laughs> I didn't mean it to. Uh
0: well. Remember, we will pick next week's topic at the end of the episode. It will also be nostalgia combat. Nostalgia combat. Nostalgic so- combat. <laughs> nostalgia wombat. <laughs> wombat combat. It's
2: got to be wearing the little fez, like Morocco mole. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh gosh. Well, we will definitely be doing nostalgia combat. Uh, I still have Freaks and Geeks, the TV show, and Brian has the Garbage Pail Kids as of last episode. So we will also visit our old friend, the Hopper of Imagination. Get down, get in the hopper! Alright, I was hoping that somebody was going to say that, I paused for dramatic effect, and they're like, Oh my god, is nobody going to say this?
1: We're not bringing Odysseus on. I told you that it's once every thirteen episodes. There you (laughs) go. No more Cyclops jokes.
2: (laughs) Nobody (laughs) blinded me.
0: (laughs) So we're going to visit the Hopper of Imagination to get another topic for Paul. So Paul, let's talk about Thundercats.
2: Ho ho! So you don't have to call me names, guys. (laughs) So Thundercats. The entire series was actually completed in 1983, but was not publicly shown until two years later. No uh, kidding. Yeah. So the original show was animated in Japan, um, and then it was voice acted and written in the United States. Uh, the series was originally distributed by Rankin Bass Productions. So if you're not familiar with Rankin Bass, they brought us uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Rain Beer? beer. Wow. <laughs> we got the Red Nosed Reindeer, Frosty so. the Snowman, Santa Claus is Coming to Town, Nestor the Long-Eared Donkey, and believe we're it or not, kidding. they did a Hobbit series in the 70s.
0: Were, the Greatest Adventure, I remember that. Were they the ones that did, like, it was the like really badly animated one? yes.
1: Oh. I wouldn't say it's badly animated, but whoever the guy that was singing all the songs on there was bleeding the entire time, <laughs> like a sheep. Yeah. <laughs> the greatest adventure, <laughs> exactly. Is what lies ahead? <laughs> <laughs> so the show
2: was produced by Rankin Bass Productions, but by the time it was released, Rankin Bass had merged with uh, Telepictures, which eventually became Columbia TriStar. So, I'd- oh wow. I know it has Rankin Bass Productions in the credit, but it was not distributed by them, which is why it's not really known that it was a Rankin Bass production. But knowing that if you've seen that Hobbit and then you look at Thundercats, it totally makes sense. And if you have That's the true. opportunity, go back on YouTube and watch some of the original Thundercats trailers because the original Thundercats, before they cleaned it up and re-released it in the past 20 years or so, if you go back to when, you know, like the VHS copies, it looked really bad, like from an animation perspective. It's actually surprising because you remember it being so great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So
1: Now, how come you didn't mention king kong escapes was one of their movies too
2: oh. that's true well so king kong escapes was a toho released production and rankin bass had the u.s rights to
1: it oh that makes sense that makes sense
2: so basically rankin bass did all the voice it was you know basically what happened is toho got um, king kong licensed right uh, and they did two movies king kong versus godzilla and king kong escapes before someone in america realized they screwed up horribly and uh, uh, got the rights back, but uh, oh, Rankin yeah. Bass did the voice dub and uh, the U.S. production of King Kong Escapes, which happens to be my son's favorite movie for whatever reason.
1: Because <laughs> he's awesome, duh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> See that leads me to believe you've never actually seen King Kong Escapes.
1: Um, you know, I'm looking at the the cover of the movie and with it... the
2: mecha Kong.
1: I feel like I remember parts of it. It's been a long time, if if I've seen it. I know a lot of the other Toho movies. This one is, uh, it's definitely it's been a long time. It's seldom ever shown
2: on TV because it has a very high pitched tone that runs throughout it, and uh, it was actually kind of like that episode of Pokemon that caused seizures. This has a similar effect.
1: Gotcha. So it's
2: very rarely shown on TV anymore. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, <laughs> that's not very Thunder Caddy. I was just, I was just
1: noticing that that was part of their lineup is like hmm paul's big into monster movies i wonder why he didn't mention that but anyway thundercats
2: ho 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 because the only three people that have seen that movie are on this show (laughs) that's right that's right so as we find our heroes at the beginning of Thundercats, quick rundown if you're unfamiliar with the show or it's been a while, uh, lion is a young prince of the planet Thundera. and, and he, he, was the, it,
1: he was the lead singer of the Commodores too, wasn't he?
2: I believe so, yes. <laughs> uh,
1: Lionel o Richie? Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> he was a brick house.
2: <laughs> yes
1: yes <laughs> and easy like sunday morning so <laughs>
2: um the leader so lion who will be the future leader of the thundercats at the beginning of the show is a 14 year old child and he along with his mentor or are escaping along with the other thundercats uh planet thundera as it is exploding it's very similar to uh krypton and superman i was gonna say
1: it sounds like a like a superman story
2: Exactly. You know, during this time period, like 70s and 80s, there were tons of tropes in sci-fi like Battlestar Galactica did the same thing where it was like, hey, the planet's going to explode and no one believes them. And then, oh, crap, the planet's about to explode. And, you know, a few survivors make it out into the wilderness and have to, you know, find home on where does everybody always go? <laughs> Earth. Earth for some reason. That, that little blue Weird dot. how that happens. So Liono is the young prince of the Thundercats. He escapes along with his band of merry men, and shortly after takeoff, they are attacked by space pirates from the planet Plundar. <laughs> That's convenient. Stretching their (laughs)
0: imaginations there,
2: along with the whole you know the planet is about to explode cliche. Another cliche. I shouldn't. It's not really cliche, but children's programming of this time period, things were what they looked like. Like in He-Man, the He-Man, they had a character named Beast Man, and he was named that because he was just a hairy dude, like gladiator type guy. And the other thing is a lot of these shows, like Transformers, My Little Pony, um, He-Man. Believe it or not, Thundercats is not one of these shows, but they definitely follow the same concept. Most of the time the toy company was releasing the toys and characters and then writers were trying to give them a backstory as they came out, which is why people were always named what they looked like because the toy company thought that was cool and then the writers, you know, they had to be talked off a ledge when they had to come up with a creative storyline from a pirate from the planet Plundar. <laughs> So, I I feel like the
1: names for uh, Thundercats weren't terribly creative either. You know, you got Lion-O, who's a lion. Yes. Panthro, who's a panther. Yep. You know, I'm sure we'll get into some of these other characters in a moment, but uh, it's... Chitara, who's a cheetah. Wasn't a great leap of logic as to how they got to these names. There was no uh, second story. um, They got them...
2: they're from the planet Thundera, and they are the Thundercats. Their most <laughs> valuable element is called Thundarium, which they make all of their vehicles oh, and base out of. <laughs>
0: that's, that's almost as cringeworthy as Unobtainium.
2: I, I feel like Unobtainium was like meant to be a joke as a reference to things like this, but we yeah. just all took it too literally to get the joke. <laughs> we're just, like, upset about it. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: I think I definitely think you're right, but it's still a pretty cringeworthy name. I'm sure they have
1: the different, uh, what do you call them, like the script boards and things like that. It's like, we'll come up with a name later for this unobtainium <laughs> thing. And by the time I got to production, it's like, shit, we never did that.
0: Uh, <laughs> just go uh, with it, just they, go with they, it. <laughs> they can't get it. It's, it's unobtainable. Unobtainium. There we go. <laughs>
2: So they're, in spa- they're engaged in a space battle, and they manage to give the pirates the slip. But they realize that their ship has been damaged, and that they will not make it to the remaining uh, Thundercats colonies. So they decide to go into suspended animation and target the nearest planet that will sustain life. Which just so happens to be...
0: Earth. 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 <laughs> which is
2: very convenient. So... They have, a, they have an argument because, you know, for dramatic effect, someone has to stay and pilot the ship until they get close enough uh, that they can just go into the gravitational pull and get for it. Which is BS because in space, if they get a little bit of propulsion, they'll go until they hit something.
1: Right. That's uh, that Newton's first law right there.
2: So... Jara, who is the elder and Liono's mentor, decides to pilot the ship and everyone else goes into suspended animation. Um, When you're in suspended animation in the Thundercats universe, you still age, only slower. (laughs) Hmm, Makes sense. Move forward 17 years and they crash land on Earth, now known as Third Earth. Because it is the third age of Earth and there are no humans, only cute little toy-like animals and characters that will be used to sell their own shows and toy lines at a later date. <laughs> um, upon, uh, even though you age slower, uh, the two youngest, uh, Wiley Cat and, what was her name? It was something, Wily Cat and... Wiley Dog. No, no. it
1: was uh, Wiley Kit.
2: Yes, Wily Cat and Wily Kit, and they are the two youngest. For whatever reason, they remain unaged and childlike. But Lionel has aged twenty years, but he's still mentally fourteen. Oh, huh. interesting! So they discover their mentor Jara is dead, and that Lionel is now the de facto leader of the Thundercats. So pause for dramatic effect. We have a whole slew of crew with people of years of experience in actual battle from the planet of Thundera, and we're going to pick the 14-year-old to lead us in a whole new world. <laughs> that uh, <laughs> sounds safe. <laughs> yeah. So in this time frame, uh, they you know within what feels like two days in storyline time, they complete an 80s montage where they build a giant base in the shape of a cat. <laughs> as well as tanks and other vehicles to get around. As
0: you do. Impressive. As you do.
2: <laughs> so the main antagonist uh, comes into play. His name is Mum-Ra. And Mum-Ra is a ancient evil that has been trapped on Third Earth. But he's actually from First Earth. Oh. So hmm. he is evil incarnate and has been waiting there dormant for cat-like people to come disturb his slumber. <laughs>
1: yeah, I uh Mumra is one of those really uh memorable characters uh, cuz I think he was even part of the intro. Uh and yes. the intro I would argue that Thundercats is one of the top 5 most iconic theme songs of any cartoon show, but especially in this like 80s action genre. It's just so good. And then there's that whole scene where, in lieu of a guitar solo, they just have Mumra screaming like, nah! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: um,
1: "That's it's so good though. We really should do like a, a countdown of the top '80s action cartoon theme songs because um, there's a it's lot of really good up ones. There. There's a lot of good ones for sure. And Thundercats, I mean, just. I don't know, every time I hear it, my shoulders start shaking Kind of the way that, like, Glenn Tipton and K.K. Downing will play the guitar in Judas Priest When they're grooving (laughs) I start doing that (laughs) Thundercats are on the move Thundercats are loose Like, you just start start boogieing, man, it's fun
2: (laughs) So Mumra is a demon priest And he looks exactly like he sounds He is a mummy with a red cloak apparently has an unlimited lifespan since he's been there since first earth and for whatever reason is determined on destroying the thundercats Uh, being mummified he is weak and he has to return to his lair to replenish his energy at the end of every episode so the real way to beat him is to just wait him out
1: <laughs> because he
2: can't leave his lair, he relies heavily on the pirates from Plundar who just so happened to crash land on the same planet. And also have not aged, although they make no reference to having any sort of suspended animation on the ship. Didn't he have, like, it's a, just a, a, a,
1: a demonic dog? It was like. It was m- a cat. I thought it was, like, Mummut or something like that.
2: You might be right, but for some reason, I thought it came with the... It was actually uh, from Plundar. I thought it was one of their animals. I thought it was a cat. Um,
1: yeah, because I remember the one specifically. It's like definitely a bulldog. Huh. But it looks absolutely rabid. <laughs> and I think it might have horns and potentially devil wings. I I, I don't remember specifically, but it's... Uh... <laughs> And it's got, like, the glowing red eyes. Like, it kind of reminds me of the dog from Ghostbusters.
2: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so the original Thundercats were Lionel, the leader, uh, Tigra, Panthro, Chitara, Wily-Cat, and Wily-Kit, and then Yaga, who was the mentor who appeared in Luke Skywalker, or sorry, Anakin, or... Er, one of the Skywalker ghost forms, kind of like in Star Wars, depending on which version of Star Wars you're watching. Right. We'll say Ben Kenobi, because Ben Kenobi did it first. He was the first one to appear as a ghost and mentor Luke.
1: Right, definitely. Yeah, he's kind of a badass. He's got a sweet helmet. He was the least cat-like of the group, I would say.
2: Yes, he very much looked like an old man and not like a cat at all. But he had a tail, but they rarely showed it.
1: Yeah, Hmm. he kind of reminds me of uh, Ariel's dad in The Little Mermaid.
2: That's a yeah. Like that's similar that's beard fair. and big bushy yes. eyebrows and stuff. So and then of course I'm forgetting Snarf.
1: Oh, you can't forget Snarf. Now Snarf was kind of cat like, kind of a mix of a cat and a possum, uh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> with a little bit of dragon in there in his tail. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. Yeah, and he could sneeze fire when he really was angry.
1: And the thing about Snarf is that he was kind of the comedic relief and he would always say snarf all the time in kind of a sniffly voice which is probably how he got the name snarf yes. snarf snarf um, and you know he was always kind of bashful and didn't want to get involved with anything but then like Paul mentioned he could also huff smoke and fire and stuff uh, if you pissed him off so
2: snarf 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 he definitely was um, He de- he definitely was suffering from depression there's no doubt about that
1: <laughs> a little bit of the eeyore syndrome I'm, I'm pretty sure
2: you could teach a psychology class using snarf <laughs> uh so snarf was lion i don't want to say Liono's pet because he's distinctly made out to be his own person and he's kind of like the cook and comedic relief of the group but he definitely comes off kind of as Liono's pet well he's and- he's the only
1: character that's like on all fours most of the time
2: yes so true or false? Snarf is Snarf's real, or is is Snarf Snarf's real name?
1: Um, true. I don't know what the true name is, but just just to be contrarian, I'm going to say false.
2: Well, you would be correct. Snarf is actually what he is. Snarf's real name is Osbert. Oh, <laughs> really?
0: <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs>
1: Did not know that.
2: <laughs> so, another true or false. There was a Thundercats movie.
1: Oh, gosh. I know there was a G.I. Joe
2: movie. I remember there mm-hmm. was a Transformers movie. And a My Little Pony. Are you saying like a live action Thundercats nope, movie? Nope, I'm talking about uh,
0: 80s animated movie. 80s cartoon movie. I, I'm going to say true. I
1: don't remember so- seeing it. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember. I have no idea.
2: You are both correct, because it is true there was a movie, and just as you were listing off all those other movies based on Hasbro properties, um, they all bombed at the box office. G.I. Joe made no money. My Little Pony made no money. Uh, Transformers apparently made no money, which really surprised me, because Transformers was huge. Yeah. Yeah. But that could have just been the marketing for it. But in the cost to produce the movie and release it theatrically versus the other, they bombed. So they had Thundercats Ho the Movie all set <laughs> and planned for a uh, big screen release. Yeah, there's some other Ho the Movies that I would like to see first. But <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so they did what anyone else should do, because even though they the movie was planned to be released, Thundercats was at the height of its popularity on Saturday morning, but with all the numbers crunched, they decided that it wasn't going to yield anything to release it theatrically. So they aired it one time on television, and never again. It was really? released on VHS, and if you can find it, you can retire early. <laughs> wow so that's crazy uh so the movie was then split into five episodes and it is the start of the next season because that's how they got a jump start on making uh the next season because like i said thundercats was at the height of its popularity Mm -hmm. but because rankin bass was no more or had been absorbed by uh telepictures um They're at the height of their popularity, and the show's production team had pretty much dissolved, because the show had been completed in 1983, and here we are in 1987, and we have no Thundercats. So they split it up into episodes, and released those, and then they proceeded to make new movies. And What happens when you start to have a dip with writers or quality of your show? What is another common cliché that you do in order to jumpstart it again? I'll give you a hint, the Simpsons have made fun of it three times.
0: Uh, I'm going to say, like, uh, it's a dream or something?
2: Nope. That would be good, though.
0: Uh, We are not talking
2: about the Tommy Westfall universe.
1: (laughs) Uh, uh, Time travel? Inviting guest stars.
2: Close. They are going to come up with a whole new slew of characters to revitalize the series. Ah, oh, there you go. <laughs> oh, jeez. But before I get to that, you mentioned it was a dream the whole time, and I made a joke about the Tommy Westfall universe. Do you guys are you guys familiar with the Tommy Westfall universe? I don't. I don't, Not think, I don't think so. By name, I might know it, but so do you guys. Have you guys heard of the show Saint Elsewhere? It was a hospital drama. What show? Saint Elsewhere. Yes. Okay, so the end of that series is up there for like the worst series finale of all time because it was a medical (laughs) drama with ups and downs. It was really popular, had crossovers with a bunch of other shows at all times like Trapper John. And I'm trying to think of some others, but it crossed over with a lot of other shows on the network. And then in the last episode, basically, they couldn't figure out how to end it. So they decided to make the whole thing the dream of an autistic child. So oh. at the end of the, ep- the end, very end of the episode, as, you know, chaos is ensuing and the hospital looks like it's about to collapse... All of a sudden, this boy wakes up, and one of the doctors on the show puts on a construction uniform and says he's going to work. And the little boy, um, you know, his mother's talking about him, and he reaches for a snow globe, and inside the snow globe is the hospital. Oh, gosh. And that is the end of the series. And there have been conspiracy theorists who have talked about what is called the Tommy Westfall universe because of all these... Um, crossovers that they did with other shows if the whole thing was imagined then purely they must have been imagined too so that's what's referred to as Whoa. the tommy westfall universe
1: oh that's, man that's crazy was so, thundercats ever crossed over with it
2: only in the fact that they <laughs> ran out of ideas and another <laughs> ship from thundera that was going in a different direction magically crash landed on earth so in a lost sort of fashion uh, there is a whole nother Thundercat civilization living on the, I don't know, it looks to be about two blocks over on the map. How they didn't run into each other, I have no <laughs> idea.
1: <laughs> right near the state of Mexico, uh, for those who listened <laughs> yes. to our last episode.
2: <laughs> so, yeah. Um, the new Thundercats bring with them new villains. So the new Thundercats are Leo, Panthra, Gaspin, Panthra, not Panthro, uh, hmm. Gaspin, and uh, Yavin.
1: Okay. I don't know if I've ever seen this.
2: There's also uh, Linkso, who is the, you know, there's Linkso, Bengali. Bengali is blind. Huh. Or no, sorry. Pumra was blind. Bengali was the blacksmith who repairs Lionos sword because in the movie, Lionos sword is destroyed by Mumra. The uh the sword holds the Eye of Thundera, which the Thunder can him sight beyond all. sight, yeah. It gives him sight beyond sight. Uh it's a, it causes his dagger to grow into a full fledged sword that cannot be destroyed. Um until it's destroyed. <laughs> Until it's destroyed. If I remember correctly, it's it's destroyed by a lunatic who comes from the moons of Plundar, who are the oh. villains for the secondary Thundercats characters. Nice. Q Bengali, who is a blacksmith that escaped Thundera that has enough Thundarium to repair Lion-O's sword and save the day.
0: Man, that is so convenient. They should <laughs> they should have called the uh, metal Deus Deus ex Machina. <laughs> it would have been a more apt term
1: for it. I vaguely remember Bengali because he had like the big hammer. Um, yes, and he was kind of a tiger, but he was more of like a like a snow tiger. Like he was like the different shades of white and black and kind of a bluish hue. Yeah, I kind of remember him.
2: And he looked older, but he talked like he was younger and more hip. And he was portrayed <laughs> to be closer in age than to lion but he really looked like he was closer to Yaga. Gotcha, gotcha. So with that, after Thundercats the movie, somehow they made another two seasons beyond that. And to be honest... I haven't seen beyond season three, because when you get 85 episodes into them destroying Mumra over and over again, it (laughs) kind of loses. Like, don't get me wrong. I love this show. I love everything about it. And the first season was like God's gift to Earth. It was like, here's this thing you've never seen before. There's action. There's adventure. There's, you know, knockoffs of like every other Hasbro property. But it just sort of like continues and then it never really ends. Right, right.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I could definitely see that, too. And some of these shows, it's amazing. They ran, like, maybe one season. And then others, like Thundercats, ran for, like, five or six. And it's like, I have no idea, like, (laughs) what happened beyond, you know, that that limited scope. And I guess, to be fair, uh, kind of going back to a very often visited topic that we've never actually drawn before... Most of my Thundercat experience was what I was able to rent at our local Blockbuster. Um, Which was probably,
2: like, the first 15 episodes.
1: Yeah, exactly. So most of it that I've seen has been very uh, curated to fighting Mumra and the Mutants and Plundar and all of that. Um, There's very little about a lot of these other kind of crazy additional characters. Although I kind of remember... And maybe that must have been like from Toonami or something like that from years later. Um, Yeah, but it was an awesome show. And the tanks and like the different vehicles were so cool.
2: So one thing, you mentioned the tank and they had the Thunder base and they have all these characters. And I, I talked about how most shows of this time, the toys came out and then they made the shows. Do you guys remember Thundercats toys?
1: I do. I used to have because quite a few of them. Because
2: I don't at all. And it, it really bothers me that I don't.
1: Yeah, I used to have quite a few of them. Because um, I had Lionel, Chitara, Panthro, and then I had the, the tank. Because obviously you can't drive the tank without Panthro, you know. So, yep. yeah, they were awesome. Uh, I, and I, you I had everyone's
2: first crush, Chitara.
1: Yep, yep. Yep. <laughs> What was that thing that she had with like the three balls that she would like whip out and make like the big smash and crash?
2: Uh, Adam is still apparently (laughs) (laughs) fourteen. Like Lionel, Adam also has three balls. (laughs) So it was like a flail. But she would push. She when she would push it out to strike it, the the ropes would extend and could hit anything a mile away. And she would whip it back. And then if it ever became tangled on anything, she would push a button and it would retract.
1: That's Hmm. awesome. That's awesome. And
2: for you know a kid's toy, that's awesome. Terrible to do, but. In general, too, I mean, that's a pretty sweet weapon as opposed to others who just have, um, I think Panthro had the, uh, no, Tigra had the the bow. Uh, mm-hmm. Panthro had the nunchucks.
1: That sounds right, yeah.
2: And Chitara had the flail. Uh, Wily Cat and uh, Wily Kit had the hoverboards, which were sweet. Yeah. Not unlike, uh, you know, Kit clock Clab- Kit, Clabiger, Kit Grifle, I was Kales- literally just going to say that. <laughs>
1: And then, of course, there was the, uh, you know, the, the Eye of Thundera in, in Lionel's Sword, which gave him sight beyond sight. Um, so he could kind of, I don't know, so I think it was gaze into the future, but he could kind of see what was going on in other parts of the world and, and kind of get that sixth sense, you know, and, and not in that Bruce Willis kind of way. Um, right. But...
2: It would show him exactly what he needed to see to complete the task at hand, whether it was what's on the other side of the door or how do I escape this castle
1: right, right,
2: which if is you watch of- Robot Chicken, there was a great sketch where he goes, "Give me sight beyond sight, and he looks straight into the bathroom at Chitara <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh robot chicken ha i I missed that show I don't is it still on? I have no idea. yeah, they is just it? came
2: back. Wow. I yeah. think it had been off a couple of years, and then they just brought it back.
1: Gotcha, gotcha. I'll definitely have to check that out for sure.
2: <laughs> so, Thundercats was revived in 2011, and they tried to spin another TV series, and it didn't go very far, much like the Masters of the Universe reboot, it made it about 12 episodes, and then it just sort of dropped off the face of the planet.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so, one thing I do remember, though, did you guys know that there was a Thundercats video game? No,
1: that does not. Yeah, it doesn't ring any bells for me.
2: There was a Thundercats PC game for the Amiga. There was also a lesser available Atari version um, that came out in '87, right, you know, like right what would have been post movie as part of that marketing deal. Mm -hmm. and then what i didn't know until i was doing research for this that just you know made me go all crazy is there is a thundercats video game from 2012 which came after the end of the new series wow that's and it was only released for a nintendo ds and i have yet to hunt down a copy of it but if i do i will gladly report back
1: (laughs) i would love to play that that sounds like a a blast (laughs) throw the past (laughs)
2: quite literally do you guys have any like favorite characters or notable episodes that you guys want to talk about? Um, I don't know. I always I always like
1: Liono. I mean, that's he he had the you know the Eye of Thundera, you know, and then uh, and then Panther was the guy that could drive all the heavy artillery. So those are probably my two favorites. I probably when I was a kid, I probably also liked Wiley Kit and Wiley Cat because they were kind of the the young rambunctious ones that always got caught in mischief and stuff, but. Um, looking back, I think probably Lionel and, and Panthro were my favorites.
2: So, I always liked the uh, Tabbits, which were these, like, pig humanoid things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, some of them worked for Mumra, and then others of them were good and lived in a village, and they would feed the Thundercats information. Hmm. hmm And I don't know why, but I just always thought that they were just... Awesome, just the way they looked. Because in the end, they did anything for money. They were kind of like the Ferengis in Star Trek. It was like, we'll be anybody's <laughs> friend if you got money. Right, right. <laughs> um, how about you, Adam? Any favorite characters or notable episodes?
0: So admission time. I've never seen Thundercats. What? What? I, I was wondering why you were being so quiet over there. That makes a yeah, lot of sense. I I know like the, I know the characters, I've seen them enough in pop culture to know who the characters are and some of like like, snarf and stuff like that. But, yeah, I've never seen an episode of Thundercats. Wow.
2: Snarf We're- you, you snarfing snarfer. <laughs> 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 We're definitely going to need to change that.
0: That's,
1: uh, that's crazy. Yeah, um, I
0: mean, I don't know how I never came across it because I was a big fan of, like, he Man and the Masters of the Universe and G.I. Joe and all that. Ultron. Yeah. I mean, I might have seen like an episode here or there when I
2: was a kid, but I don't remember it enough to remember ever watching it. Wow. Well, like Brian said, I don't ever actually remember watching it on TV. I remember uh, renting it from the video store, and it was huh? probably the first season, and I remember it was five VHS tapes, yeah. and we would just rent them over and over and over again. Oh, yeah. And I don't know that until I was in my teens and they re-released it, I don't think I ever saw beyond those episodes. So those first few are definitely where most of my memories lie.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, that sounds about right for me, too. Yeah. Uh, that, was, uh, that was the beauty and the curse of Blockbuster, is that you could go and rent pretty much anything, but whatever they didn't have, that's just, to a great degree still where a lot of my blind spots are. <laughs> <So>. Yeah, fair
2: <laughs> enough. Well, I think that pretty much wraps up what I had.
1: Before we move on, um, I did find some information about the 2012 Thundercats video game, and according to Metacritic, it received a score of 28 out of 100, Um, (laughs) and most of the other publications, Nintendo Life, Nintendo Power, all gave it 5 out of 10 or less, so it may not be fantastic, but it still might be fun to play, so... Well,
2: Thundercats, I mean, take it... Imagine any video game based on a cat-like human. Can we think of any of them that have ever succeeded? No, not particular.
1: Yeah, I was thinking Bonkers the video game wasn't that good. Um, That's true. I'll give you Bonkers
2: for SNES. <laughs>
1: it wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. Yeah, I can't really think of any other ones off the top of my head. All the other ones are kind of other uh, ambiguous animals like Crash Bandicoot and... What was the other Crash Bandicoot knockoff? Banjo-Kazooie, that was it. Yes. Um, That
2: was a PlayStation game, wasn't it? Uh,
1: I thought it was 64. I think one of them was the Nintendo 64, the other one was PlayStation. I don't remember which one was which. I think
0: Crash Bandicoot was PlayStation, uh, because they just re-released or released a new Crash Bandicoot game. That makes sense. On PlayStation, and then uh, Banjo-Kazooie, I remember for sure, was on 64. Gotcha, gotcha.
1: Awesome. Well, I think that just about wraps up our discussion on Thundercats. Uh, So thank you, Kyle S., for submitting that topic. Uh, We are now moving on to Nostalgia Combat.
2: Nostalgia Nostalgia Combat! Combat! (laughs) Yes, I have devised a trivia question for my co-host. Whosoever answer is closest will get to lead their next chat. Brian has Garbage Pail Kids, and Adam has the TV series Freaks and Geeks. You guys Ready? Let's do it. All right. It's a two-part question. Oh. And by two-part, basically I'm going to ask a question that doesn't actually count, but it will help get me to my point. Okay. So how many colors are in a rainbow?
1: All of them. Seven.
2: (laughs) Adam would be correct. Raijibib. There are seven colors in a rainbow. So knowing this... Let's focus on the PBS kids show, Reading Rainbow, hosted by Lamar Burton. Yeah. I don't know if you remember that show, uh, hosted by Lamar Burton. Of course. Where he would, what's that? Of course, of course. We used to watch
0: it all the time when I uh, went to uh, West Elementary.
2: Yep. Right after uh, Magic School Bus or Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego. Yeah, yeah. So the premise of that show is they would investigate new children's books, and basically it was an animated reading of these books to encourage kids to read. The uh, logo in the title card for the show has a famous butterfly flying through the sky. Uh, Brian, do you want to take a stab at this? Take a stab at At the theme song?
1: (laughs) Well, the the butterfly in the sky. Yes, that one. Something about going twice as high. Yep, yep. Take
2: a look. It's in a book. A reading rainbow. Yep. (laughs) Thank you for indulging me. Yeah, you're welcome. So (laughs) the butterfly flies to a title card featuring a rainbow and the words reading rainbow. How many colors are there in the reading rainbow rainbow?
0: Ooh, I feel like this is a trick question.
1: None. They're all pixels. Uh, I'm going to go with... uh, (laughs) With four, I'm gonna go.
0: I'm gonna go with five.
2: You would, Adam would be correct. There are five colors in the reading rainbow logo. Yes, I, if I
0: remember correctly, I think it was red, orange, yellow, probably
2: green, blue, and and purple. That would require me to have kept the picture with the notes. (laughs) 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 Ah,
0: that's fair. That's fair.
1: Well. There you have it, folks. Uh, Adam will be guiding us through the land of freaks and geeks next time. Um, I, as the loser, will still have uh, my garbage pail kids. And now we're going to figure out what topic Paul's going to have for next time. So let's go visit the hopper of imagination.
2: Get to the hopper. Get down, get in the hopper. Wait, so this time I don't get to do the hopper? Well, that makes sense. You, you can't it's, pick I, your own topic. I, I, already <laughs> I can't pick my own topic, but I would like to pick my own topic because I feel like Spawn was brought up last time, and I would be really happy if my category <laughs> was Spawn. Not my topic. I want the category to be Spawn. Right. <laughs> well, let's
0: figure out what your topic will be for next and time. And while you're
2: doing that, we want to remind all our listeners that if there's a topic they'd like us to hear, <laughs> and they would like to hear us discuss, you can submit those at datingourselvespodcast.com All right, Paul, are you ready, sir?
0: Ready. All right, so your categories are toys, video game series, or single
2: video game? Hmm. I'm going to go video game series all right your
0: topic will be star fox the video oh, game yes.
2: oh that's <laughs> awesome
1: so you get the super nintendo and n64 yeah you get the whole enchilada
0: the whole shebang awesome excellent
1: awesome we'll definitely want to make sure a you ju- that's right that's right okay, yeah so you definitely want to make sure you check stuff out next week folks when uh, we talk about freaks and geeks Uh, As a reminder, Paul now has Star Fox, and I am going to have Garbage Pail Kids for future episodes in a galaxy far, far away. But uh, we really appreciate you guys checking out Dating Ourselves, and thank you for all listening.
0: And if you like what you heard, there's more to come. Check us out at www.datingourselvespodcast.com to learn more about us and the show. And check out our Contact Us tab if you'd like to submit your own nostalgic topics. You can also send us your submissions at datingourselvespodcasts at AOL.com.
2: We've got mail. That's right. In addition to iTunes, you can also find us on TuneIn Radio, Google Music, Alexa, and wherever (laughs) podcasts are downloaded. Just don't ask Adam to find it.
0: (laughs) No, no, don't do that. I lost it. I don't know where it is anymore.
1: Speaking of which, I just lost the game. Oh. <laughs> oh i know i know oh, haven't done that Brian. in a while um we post additional content on facebook at www.facebook.com slash dating ourselves podcast if you're on instagram you can find us there at dating ourselves podcast and we do the twitter thing as well at dated podcast
2: and remember if you're too old for snapchat and too young for life alert you've just been dated bye guys see ya
1: arrivederci